delicious. Hello, welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, we've got a review and preview show uh, this week. We are reviewing the fantastic 1-0 win away at Derby. Uh, and then we're looking ahead to another game very quickly on Tuesday night where we uh, go back home uh, to play Stoke City. Um, so it's, it's two important games. One's already been, another one coming up. Um, myself, Matt, got Mick here and Ben as well. Hello. Hello. Um, we will talk about, we'll get an update from Mick later on about his running, although I suspect the snow has scuppered no. some of that. We uh, actually managed to get a run in today. Okay. Fair enough. We'll, we'll come on to that later on once we've covered all, you know, the actual important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we won. <laughs> yeah. um, the first uh, time we've beat Derby since 1965 at yeah, Derby. Um, the first point since the 80s. I can't, I've not got the year it down. Um, really, really, really important win. So a couple of personal milestones before we went to the actual game. Angus, Angus McDonald's 200th league appearance in Jutton Hall. Uh, Matt Crooks' 70th game in all competitions for us. Um, ben, uh, just as a just as general, before we go into more detail, was the 1-0 result a fair reflection of the game? Uh, I don't know. Probably, we weren't the best. I don't think we've played better against Everton. I feel like, but they were awful. They deserved to lose, no matter what. So I think one nil is probably right for both teams' performances. I think we deserved the win, but we didn't deserve to, you know, smash them. Mm. But yeah, I think one nil summed the game up perfectly, really. Yeah, I think I'm absolutely on board with that. We were well below par. But I like to say at the same time, we were comfortably a better team, which yeah. is bizarre. Um, they've got issues, Mick. If that's, their, if that's what they've got, they have, they're going down. It's as simple as that. They were terrible. They're as bad as we've seen this season. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked about this on the, on the post-match uh, live stream, didn't we? Um, uh, they were as bad, as, a, bad as bad a team as we've seen all season. Uh, but, but even those bad teams that we've played, the vast majority of them, with the exception of a couple, with, with the exception of a couple of teams, I had some sort of quality there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Derby showed no quality at anywhere on the pitch at all throughout mm. the whole of the game. Um, with uh, Wednesday, were the same. Sheffield Wednesday were the same when we played them. Um, although, though they perhaps were they played perhaps slightly better. Uh, but but yeah, they, they were they were as poor as any team I've seen all season. I know they've got their issues off pit, off off field, mm. uh, but even so, it, that was just it was almost like at times they were deliberately just not interested. <laughs> but it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, some of, some of the passes that were played, some of the way that some of those players play, played, just screamed. I'm I'm not interested. Don't care. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, but um, they got what they deserved, and that was a defeat. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I think you're exactly right. Some of them they were tried knocking it around back a little bit, particularly in the first half. Some of them pass backs were 
horrendous. They were over hit, under hit, yeah, missed that completely. Centre, that centre back, I think he is it Clark. That one with yeah. awful hairline. He were honestly, he was dreadful. He was couldn't see the Yeah, he was awful. I don't know who Richard Keel is. Oh, Matt right, Clark. So. It was Matt Clark who, who you're talking about. Um, not the goalkeeper that used to play for us. Although Matt Clark, <laughs> the goalkeeper who used to play for us about twenty years ago, would probably have done a better, a better job at centre half yesterday than uh, than, yeah. than his namesake. You named um, up in a lot of people, yeah, and I don't know who they are. Richard Keel used to play for Derby. I, don't know. I thought you said yeah. Richard Keel. I don't Stevie know. G off um, off X Factor. Stevie off X Factor he used to play back central defence for Derby. You definitely know who he is, mate. He's still still playing now, but just not for Derby. They were in that incident last year where the couple of their Derby players crashed. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I must be really out of tune with football. Yeah, you Apparently must be. So. Yeah. Or maybe I'm No, he played for like last season. I, I think you've got to be lying. What are you on about? <laughs> Richard Gale. Keo. Richard Keo. Keogh. I don't know. <laughs> everybody, every basically everybody listening will know who that is. I hope they do. Let me know on Twitter who it is. Everyone and get I mean, me. You, you could just Google it yourself, to be honest, mate. I know, but yeah, you could do. Yeah, that's just lazy. I don't spell his name. I don't know who he is. Ben. Oh, Ben. Bless you. Um. Yeah, make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do know. That's who he is. really helpful for people listening to podcasts, but I've just shown. Yeah. Uh, shown. I think I think everyone else knows who he is, and if you don't know who he is, it's to be fair, it's not that important. We've gone on this for, for much longer than it's probably it's probably worth. But yeah, true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he weren't even playing. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <I mean. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they were real crap. They were. They had nothing going forwards, nothing going backwards. Although saying that, mate, they had the best chance of the first half. The two best shots, I think the only shots on target, uh, Blackman saved very well. Yeah, he did, absolutely. I mean, uh, he's not a very bad for worst goalkeeper we've ever had, is he? Um, <laughs> cl- close to man of match for me yesterday, it was uh, with Blackman. Uh, he, he pulled off, he kept us in the game, I guess, in that first half. Although even even had he not been able to do that, I think we'd have still, still had too much for him. Um, but but yeah, I thought he had a really good game yesterday, and you and you're right. They did have the, the probably the better of the first half in terms of chances, mm. but that's it. You know, they didn't have the better of the first half in terms of anything else. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it was a bit of a worry. I guess we didn't create a great deal in that first half, um, but that doesn't really matter at the end of the day now. No, no, no that's true. On team news, we don't mention this, but team news was unchanged. Uh, in terms of Stein 11, uh, which meant Blackman kept his place, uh, as we've just mentioned, obviously, and a few saves. Uh, ben, we were all very surprised that he kept his place. Yeah. But he repaid the faith that Warney showed in him, didn't he? Uh, yeah, well, we talked about that, like uh, Nick said earlier on the live stream, uh, which if you didn't watch, definitely check it out on Tuesday, I believe, the next game is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it weren't Neuer for me. I didn't. I thought like the saves were good saves, but you expect a goalkeeper to make them saves if that makes sense. Yeah, you were like, yeah, that's a good save. But if he didn't make that save, I'd have been a bit like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
yeah. I'd have been like, hmm, it's one of them. Uh, so, yeah, I, like I've said many times, I don't think he's technically sound. But uh, he makes fundamental errors. But yesterday, he didn't make them errors. He weren't, you know, Lev Yashin, uh, if anyone knows that is. Have <laughs> uh, <but, laughs> you heard this guy? He complains that he doesn't know any old, old people and brings out Lev Yashin. What do you mean, any old people? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know who Chikiro were a minute ago. How, how is he an old person? Older than Ben. Older than me. <laughs> but yeah, he weren't Levy Ashin for anyone who knows that is. I don't know if anyone does or not. It's just me, us three. No, Pillow aware of Levy Ashin, I think. I think the thing is, though, he, he, uh, he did yesterday what a lot of people uh, have, have, have criticised him for not doing in the past. You mm. know, he, he commanded his area, he came and he came and Collected everything, and he, he managed to take Angus McDonald out, clean out of the game at one point. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, cleaned him out. Um, so I, I'm sure Angus McDonald won't be on the side of he don't command his area because um, <laughs> he's got the bumps and bruises to prove that he does. So mm. yeah, I thought yeah, I thought he did well personally. Um, we had a goal disallowed in the first half. Uh, Richard Wood with a fantastic finish. Mm. Uh, if it were Freddie, we were saying we were probably expected it to, but 36-year-old Richard Wood, I didn't see him finishing like that, to be honest. I wow. thought it was Smithy. I did I, it first. I thought it was Smith. I did until he turned away and I, yeah. I recognised that run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the breakdown of it is, if everybody's not seen it, the ball gets played in by, I think, Lindsay. Lindsay about the halfway yeah. line. Uh, Woody was three, four, five yards offside. Absolute mile off from the initial ball. Yeah. But then the ball comes into Icky, who was onside. Yeah. Icky gets a touch on it, and the ball then goes through past the defenders to Woody, and Woody buries it. From the replays, it looks like he is onside from Icky's touch. Can I just say, I watching the replays, you know, uh, I think it was like a throwing or something after, mm. or someone went down injured and they were speaking to the ref. Yeah. And the words of Icky was, I didn't effing touch it. I saw him mouth that words. I didn't. I did not effing touch it. I am ninety nine percent sure he said I didn't touch it. Well, it's offside uh, then. It's offside exactly. Then. But I don't know why he's, he was arguing to say that he didn't touch it. He probably thought yeah. Woody were on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think it was offside. Personally, I, I didn't come. I didn't celebrate because I, I, I did. Um, I did think it was going to be onside. I didn't throw a cushion at the telly like some people. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was on the offside. I, I thought if you got a touch on it, I'll be honest. Mick? Yeah. What? Do you think if you got a touch on it? Because it looked like to me there were deviations. I thought if you got some on it. Yeah, I thought Icky had as well. I, I, I thought it got a touch on it. I thought it was quite a nice little flick, actually. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but I mean, it's a moot point, really, and it you know it, it yeah. was just loud. Um, probably shouldn't have been, in my view, but that's that's you know what would you expect? Well, thankfully, it didn't didn't matter, um, mm. and thankfully there was another decision, which, as it turns out, did didn't matter. Uh, but we've got to talk about it because it's one oh, of the worst decisions of the entire season so far. Um, so Bielek for um, Derby, uh, eight million pound uh, midfielder. Uh, rise up to 9.5 million apparently I read today it could be paying up for that because they've got the money I know. Um, 
<laughs> oh my life! Wow. Um, he got booked in the first half, and I can't. I'll be honest, I can't remember the first booking. Um, no, but um, anyway, in the second half, Crooks has sort of cleaned through. Ghost has passed him, um, and he pulls him back. He, he took his legs, didn't he? Yeah, I remember right. Yeah. Um, it was as professional foul as you've ever seen. If he wasn't already on a booking, it would have been a very good foul for his team to start to break up the play. Yeah, yeah. The problem was he was already on a booking. To be honest, I thought I think he might have forgot that because I don't I I forgot it. Well, no. Have you seen Warney's comments after? No, what did he say? Warnie uh, Warnie spoke to the referee, and the referee has said, I don't have the exact quote up in front of me, but it's something on the lines of the ref referee said for it to be a second yellow card. It has to be a more aggressive challenge. What than the first? I'll have a, I'll see if I get caught while 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 you're talking. But it's, I, the, the, the challenge would have to be more dangerous or more reckless or aggressive for a referee to have booked him. If he does any right, the thing is to make that any more aggressive, he has to go in on the floor. That's the only way he could probably make that more aggressive. That's a red straight red card for violent conduct. Yeah. You know, breaking his leg. Yeah, I don't get it. The way he went down is. The way his leg has just been took from him and he's lost his balance. He didn't go yeah. down and try and stop himself with his arms because he got his balance took away from him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's how you know. That's how you separate a dive from a knot. Is how they stop themselves from hitting the ground. Does that make sense? Because yeah. if they dive, then they're gonna. I, I I'm lost for words again by stupid refereeing. I'm not gonna get in. Keep talking about it because I'm gonna get a bit annoyed. Uh, I'm gonna save that for the podcast, but yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Ben. If 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 he's not on a yellow card, that is a yellow card oh, challenge. Yeah. End of end of story. Because it, it matters not the force that he's used there. You know that the, the the amount of physical force that that defender has used to commit that foul is completely and utterly irrelevant. So whether he's on a yellow card or not makes no difference whatsoever. The, the reason that is a that is a yellow card offence is because you've got a player almost free on goal, almost. He's probably got mm. one more player to beat. You know what I mean? It's it's not whilst it's not a clear goal scoring opportunity. It, it's it's an opportunity to create one. He knows um, what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. It's a professional foul in yeah. in inverted commas. It's what's described as a professional foul. It took him out in order to get the defence back. It is a yellow card. There is no, there's no debate about that. There can't possibly be any debate about that. I know I'm spouting off and standing on me, you know, on my soapbox and saying I'm right and everybody else is wrong. But that set of circumstances, there cannot be any debate. It's, no. it's, it's, it's deliberately tripped him up prevent him creating a goal scoring opportunity yeah. it is a yellow card end of story how much force he uses is utterly irrelevant well when 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 it happened i didn't know we, i don't think uh either us knew we were on a yellow card at the time no, so when it happened no. we thought oh, it's booking and it booking. Uh, yeah so, so according to a radio sheffield interview uh paul warren this is paul one quote we spoke to him after the game and the ref said uh, at uh, the game the ref and he said look for a second yellow it has to be more aggressive than that if it's a booking, it's a booking. Oh, that's Paul. To me, I can take from that as bottle because everyone, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. who's watching football can know that's a yellow card. He'll know deep down he's bottled that. This is yeah. the problem with ref nowadays. Bottle, no bottle. Uh, and what is, yeah. go on, no, go on. Uh, all I'm going to say, what he's seen is he's seen Wayne Rooney sat and stood on on, on touchline. Yeah, and yeah. he don't want to be the he don't want to be the referee that sends a a, a player off 
and Wayne, Wayne Rooney's yeah. managerial debut. Definitely. That's exactly what it is. Spineless, bottleless referee in that. You can't describe it any other way. I mean, we've had some bad decisions this season, um, and we'll come on to at least one of them in a little bit. Um, that, but this is on a par, without a doubt. It didn't impact the game as it happened, but it yeah, could have could. Yeah, big time. Uh, and that's just two decisions which potentially went wrong our way, and we managed to overcome them. Um, so, on to the goal. Um, well, two minutes before the goal, Jimmy Lindsay had a very, 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 very good chance, Ben. Potentially better than the goal he actually scored. Yeah. Um, if he made any contact with the chance that came in, it came in the same sort of way, didn't it, from the right-hand side. I fell to him quite nicely. He just he got a little bit on it, but just scuffed it, and it just sort of went underneath. Yeah. It was good defending. It was good defending yeah. to a point. If he catches it right, I don't know why he didn't head it. I'd have. I'd, mm. I would have done, but I'm not a professional footballer, so <laughs> this is you know this might be useless. I'd have tried to head it as hard as I can. Yeah, opposite way. But he tried taking it and miskicked it. Uh, but made up for it two minutes later. So who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the goal came from a Dan Barley's a free kick, which was yeah. an absolutely wow. stunning free kick. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, an inch or so away, half an inch from being the perfect free kick yeah. uh, you could have wished for. Beckham would have been, if that had gone in, Beckham would have been proud of it. Mm. They were that type of, that good. Um, yeah. And it sort of came out to the right-hand side. Crooks picked it up. It got knocked back into the middle of the box. I think Woody. It was Icky, it was Icky actually. It was it Icky? Um and then the ball falls to Lindsay, and he just smashes this one. He doesn't make no mistake with this one, does he? No. <laughs> no, no. Um, and runs off to do their socially distanced celebration, which they've been instructed to do now as well. Um, it was a big moment, that make one. It massive moment. It feels like a massive moment, anyway. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I'd like. I'd like to think that it's a. It's a uh, David Ball against Black Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael yeah. Smith against Shrewsbury moment. Um, Yes, it was a big moment. Uh, right from when Ben Wiles won that free kick, it was it was always a very very dangerous position. Uh, I thought it was a little bit far out for for, for Barley to, to 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 try the free kick, but Kelly Roos was absolutely beating all ends up. Uh, he was he all he was going to do was watch that ball into the back at net. Um, we're very unlucky for Barley, and like Ben said on the on the live stream, I think Barley is a runaway. Yeah, he'd already, he'd already celebrated. I think Crooks as well. We were winning, to, and then he yeah. ran with his head on his hands because he thought he had gone in as well. Uh, but just a quick word on Icky for for putting that when he put that ball back in. It took a horrific yeah. bobble before it got yeah. to him. Probably got and lucky, that, I think. It, for anybody who didn't watch the game or wasn't able to watch it on iFollow, the pitch at Derby oh, it was terrible. Was absolutely awful. Mm. It's as bad. Well, no, it's as bad as as as. One of the other pictures we've played on this season, which we'll come on to in a little bit, I think. Um, again, but uh, but yeah, it was it was like a ploughed field. It was dreadful, mm. uh, except in corners where it was like a beach. So you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah so quick, yeah. Like, like I say, he did really well to get that back in in, in a controlled manner, controlled fashion. Mm. Yeah, massively agree. Uh, Lindsay deserves his chance. Would we just briefly on, on Lindsay Ben? Uh, he's been one of the most consistent performers this season. He, he's, fil- he's, he's dropped into that sort of Will Volk role of being the engine of the team. I don't... Uh, he said this a lot of the time. I won't compare him to Will Volks. Mm. I would compare him to a sort of Kante-type player who just runs about. 
but he's different to that. He's just energetic. Do you know what I mean? I won't compare him to Will Bolt. Bolt did. I, no, mm. no. I feel but like they're two them. different players. Bolt's didn't run about as much as Lindsay. I feel really? like. I feel it's different. It's different type of player, I think. When I look mm. at Bolt's and I look at him, I see a different type of player. I see Bolt's someone who could drop in centre-back and play that ball playing centre. I don't see Lindsay. I think... No, I agree with been, that. He's not versatile as Bolt's. I think he's bit yeah. Well, it's Will Volks, isn't it? But I think he's phenomenal. Honestly, he just runs about. I've said this again. I'm going to stereotype. You can tell he's you know he's Scottish and he loves his football. <laughs> he's Scottish yeah. and he loves his football. That's hard to sum him up. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Likes a challenge and likes a good battle. Yeah, he's I been think, phenomenal. Uh, I think he's got the potential to be uh, to be better than Will Volks. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, See, I, this he's is got this is where I don't agree with some of the things you. I don't agree with that. Because I, feel like I feel like I think they're different players. I don't think you can compare them. I I think two opposite. I think Volks is defensive and he's attacking. I think they're different different players, in my opinion. Volks, anyway, Volks got like a lot of goals in League One. True, but they were different type. Whenever Wilk, Volks got it on the edge of box, I don't think Volks scored inside of box. For this, yeah. against. He's going to scunny at playoffs inside box. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Sorry, Lindsay hasn't scored outside the box, I don't think, has he? So, uh, no, I doubt it. No. This is what I mean. The I, I, I see what you're saying, Ben. Yeah. But at the same time, there's definite similarities. And I, yeah. I, agree, with ben, I agree with Mick. He's got the potential to go for what Volks did for us. He's got the potential to go above and beyond that. Mm. I, I think we compare him because of the work rate. Both yeah. would run run all day, run through a brick wall, and Jim and Liz is exactly the same. You can tell they both played and learnt their football in Scotland. It's yeah, very yeah. clear that Scots, yeah. the Scottish level of football is not very good, but there's certain things that Scottish football could teach you. And yeah. That's it's very clear that's where they've come from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mick, go on. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Now. Oh, well done, Ben. There you go. Um, yeah, I remember what my name was, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we might do a bit more on Lindsay later about on a, on a YouTube video or something because he's been superb this season. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I bet um, the Derby players woke up having nightmares, some of those, mid- <laughs> those midfielders. You know, they woke up this morning and, uh, and first thing they'll see when they open their eyes is Jamie Lindsay's face. Because <laughs> yeah, that's... that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely man at match for me. I yeah, think yeah, for everybody who yeah. were man at match. Um we saw out those last few minutes though, Ben. What what can happen with Rover United in certain circumstances? We get a goal eight sixth minute and we cack ourselves. We genuinely don't really know what to do with a lead. Mm. So that's why the yeah. later we score the better. But we didn't look yeah. under any threat really, did we? I think we did a little bit. I think if that was uh Bournemouth, we'd have conceded. Someone like that, do you know what I mean? I think it's because okay. Derby were really poor. We had, they had a few corners, and if they were a good team, they got a bit of they got a bit of momentum, and I think scored. But they were awful. If that's what we're down there with, last thing on Derby. If that's thing we're down there with, wow. Do you know what I mean? Do, wow. do you not think, from our point of view, from a defensive point of view, that we we don't want to concede corners, obviously? Yeah. But if there's a position that where we want, right? So you've said to put warning, right? You've got to defend this attacking phase. Would you like it to be a ball in front of you, passing it with passing it across, moving it from side to side, or would you prefer to de- defend a corner? You're gonna to want to defend a corner. Depends who it is. Someone, right team. 
Yeah, I suppose. But if it's someone like Derby who don't know what to do with ball and they've got that Clark as centre back, I'd want it passing it. If that, do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they were I mean, awful. They were yeah. awful on the ball. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think if they were a better team, we might have been under Kosh a little bit, but we didn't. We weren't at all against Derby. I don't think. Yeah, there were a moment when Freddie had the ball, and it must have been ninety second minute, ninety second. It might even be ninety third minute, where he's on edge at box, facing up to goal. And he's got three defenders around him. So he's not going to go anywhere. He was never going to get past him. And he, st- he still tries to go for goal. And the that's the game management. The thing is, right, if he's in that position and he takes a shot, fine. Hammer it, either hammer it so it goes back at net or it goes raw Z so it takes half an hour, half a sec, half a minute yeah. to get a ball. Don't yeah. just pretend to shoot. Do you know what I mean? At least get a shot off. And if you don't feel like you can get it on target, hit it miles wide. Do you know what I mean? It should be, t- it should be taking it. At that point, game. Yeah, I agree. It be, if it's 87th minute, then it should be taking it to corner. That's far too early. Yeah, in I the agree. 90, but... In the second minute of four minutes of injury time, you take it in corner. Freddie's, I agree. Freddie's, yeah. Freddie's good at protecting the ball. So if he puts himself in a corner, it's going to be difficult for Darby to get a ball off him. Yeah. yeah. It was, it, it's what we've talked about before with Freddie, and, it, and his decision-making at times is, um, is, is way off. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's part of his game that he's really got to work on. Uh, definitely, yeah. definitely. I agree. One, but one thing I would say about yesterday's game, um, when you start to look at the impact on the table, I don't know whether you were going to come onto this or not, Matt. Uh, you, you look down there from 24th upwards, Wickham would beaten them, Derby yeah. would beaten them, Sheffield mm. Wednesday would beaten them. Um, we haven't been beaten by any of these those bottom bottom sides. The, the next one up is QPR, who, who we were beaten by, but only um, just. Um, and then Forest we drew with, Birmingham we drew with, you know. Um, so none of those teams down at the bottom, with the exception of QPR, have beaten us. Mm. That's a big thing. Come the end yeah. of the season, you've got to be beating the teams in and around you. We've played them all once now and beaten, certainly beaten the bottom three, with the exception of ourselves. Um, drawn with a, drawn with a couple more and, and only lost narrowly to, to one of the others. So, you know... It, it's games like that and the results like that 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 help to keep you up in in this. It will help to keep us up in this division. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I didn't think of that. I, I, I going that, to. That's a good point. That it's all right getting a point against Bournemouth, and it's all right beating some of these big teams. Because obviously, you need to put points total needs to keep rolling over. Yeah. But you've got to, got to, got to at least not lose to the teams around you. But if you can beat them, even 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 better. Yeah. The thing is, well, what I would say is, I th- I think we're gonna have to sit in that twenty first gap because twentieth and above are building a little bit of a gap. I think if we win our next few games, our next two games, our two games in hand, mm. right, it puts us twentieth. But they're five points in front of us at the minute. Yeah. QPR twentieth, and we're all level on points. Us Wednesday and Derby, are all level on points. I think they're gonna drift a bit. And if we just need to stay on top of them, top bottom three, like you said, we would beat them all. Yeah, we just need to stay on top of them. I think yeah, to stay up. I think we'll stay we're, up we're, yeah. Absolutely, we're going to start on Tuesday, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing on, on QPR, then they're, they're on the verge of losing Brighter Soy Samuel. He's leaving end of season, potentially leaving earlier. He's their best player by a country oh, mile. If they, if they, they are, then they're nothing. If if he didn't, if he weren't playing for them, we wouldn't have lost to him last time. Yeah. He's the reason yeah. we lost. Um, so hopefully he does leave to go. Fanny Batter is a great move for somebody like him. Um, so hopefully for him he does. 
Uh, anything else on Derby game before we do move on to talking about Tuesday's game? No, I don't think so. Cool. Um, so we've got Stoke City. Um, our home record against them is okay. Uh, we, we haven't beaten them in the last four games, home and away. Uh, but we are unbeaten at home to Stoke since 93. But then that sounds positive. But we haven't beaten them at home since 2003. And we won 3-0. Um, Darren Byfield and Martin Butler got two on that day. Met Millmore. Um, Throw is a team I feel quite positive against, mate. I feel yeah. like I was surprised when I read that. I always felt like we had an okay, decent record against Stoke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, again, I don't keep hopping back to the the post match stream, but I had a bit of a rant about Stoke City and that, didn't I? Yeah. Um, well, well, I've talked about Derby being the poor side. I've talked about Wednesday being the poor side. Uh, I lumped Stoke City in there with them. Yeah. I genuinely do. I see very little, if any, quality in that side at all. Um, I have absolutely no idea whatsoever how they are where they are in the league. Mm. I have no idea how they manage to get results. They are just awful to watch. Um, and and it, I bit, if, if Paul Warren were, Paul Warren were putting teams like that out every week and, and asking them to play in that manner, I'd be on the worn out camp every day of the week because it's just dreadful. Mm. This is a very, very winnable game, in my view, if we're able to just bring our A game. Yeah. Um, you know, bring bring that that game against Everton, bring that team, you know, that performance, and they won't have an mm. answer for it. And I know, like I just, again, like I said on Saturday, we're probably te I'm probably teeing them up to put seven past us, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, play like Barcelona, but I just, they're, they're just awful, horrible team to to watch. And mm. I don't anticipate it being a very, um, a very, you know, being very friendly on the eye on on Tuesday night. To be honest, no, I agree with that. Um, they're on the worst run of the season. They've not won in their last six games, uh, with four of those coming in the league. Mm. Um, and it's Michael O'Neill, who's obviously their manager. It's his first uh, job in, in effectively professional club football. He coached, mm. he managed Brecon City and then Shamrock Rovers domestically. Uh, and then he did a fantastic job with Northern Ireland, but that's a different yeah. kettle of fish managing international, especially managing a team like Northern Ireland internationally, is completely different. Stoke are a big, big club in terms of recent history. Um, so it, we don't know if he can turn it around or how he's going to turn it around. Were they overachieving? Like you mentioned there, Ben, uh, Mick, sorry. They, they were poor, well, they were awful when we played them. Were they just riding a bit of a, riding a bit of luck that's got to see them get up to eighth? And now they're coming back down on that. That looks now ran out and they're going to roll back down the table. Hopefully, we're playing at the right time, Ben, because you can meet clubs at the right and wrong time. We clearly met them at the wrong time last time, but this feels like a good time. Yeah, well, they score uh, their goal. I think it what was the score? Is it 1 0? The score? 1 0, yeah. their keeper and assist. Their, their, their goal, yeah, a keeper and assist. That's what you know I mean. You see them going on Sunday League. It wasn't a pretty goal. Uh, it was a one in a hundred thousand goal, I feel, because yeah, that was very uh, foreign manager esque, weren't it? I, I feel, uh, but <laughs> yeah, they were awful. I think, uh, like you said, I feel like we've got a good record against them. I was quite confident. Uh, when we lost a few years ago or drew, it was because mm. you know, Bojan come on and Bojan, you know, Peter Crouch, and Charlie Adam yeah, came on. Well, Bojan were playing with Messi f 10 years ago, five years ago, so. You know what I mean? Different. Was that is a different player in that game as well. 
No, yeah, he, he did play no, Nigeria. No, he did. Yeah. He went straight to Liverpool. Something got relegated. Oh, right. but yeah, Bojan. Yeah, he come through Barca Academy, and as we all know, you don't come through Barca Academy if you're not good. Yeah. So, well, they ain't got that. They ain't got that type of player anymore. Uh, their no. top scorer so far this season is Nick Powell, who has six goals. Uh, he was the one that was throwing himself around at Stoke. Mm. Um, which is a bit of a worry. Um, James McLean will almost certainly not be playing. Uh, <laughs> everyone knows James McLean. Wait, it's uh, 50th was... birthday or something. How old is he now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, he's been suspended by the club for uh, working out in a private gym. Uh, what? I, I don't know. I, well, if it's a private... I'd, I'm just. I, there's apparently posted a video on Instagram, yeah. or whatever. Um, they must have. They must have done something wrong. Unless it, if he if he didn't own the gym, then that's obviously a lockdown issue. If it's somebody else's private gym, it's a boxing gym. There you go. That's why then it's not home. You're not. In the, you should. You should either be at home or at work, as it stands. Um, um, it's not difficult, is it, for most of us where we we brain cells between our ears, but uh, James McLean doesn't fall into that category, does he? Never has done. No. So, you know what I mean? It, it, he really does need it explaining to him in words of single syllables. Uh, <laughs> and probably needs a chaperone, you know, just to make sure that he does as he's told, because otherwise you've absolutely no chance of keeping him under control, because he, he just does not, he don't get it, does he? It's whatever, just what he wants to do, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't seem to answer to anybody. Yeah. Um, but he won't be playing. He's, he's a clearly decent footballer, so it's good that he's not playing. Yeah. I think, I haven't been able to find this out, but I think the fast lad, Tyrese Campbell, I think he's out injured. You know, the yeah, one that's much more likely. Yeah. Uh, and he was their biggest threat. I know they ended up winning 1 0, but he was such a threat for, for us last time. So that's big for us. I like to see him against Jane out Pierce all of a Sunday, though. You know what I mean? True. Or even Harden, to be fair. Yeah, Harden. Quite nippy. Yeah. Um, a couple of stats for potential big appearances coming up in the next game, and then Mick will upset everybody with ref watch. Um, if Michael Smith starts, it will be his 100th league start for the Millers. Wow. Uh, if Jamie Lindsay plays, it'll be his 50th appearance for the Millers. And oh. Hickway is set for his hundredth appearance of the Millers as well, hundredth league appearance as well. Can we just speak about that for a minute. That <clears throat> that sums up our club. Yeah. I feel like it's such a good start. We've got three players there who are all. I think two of them are a bit are new to the club. I feel like Smithy and uh, Lindsay still feel new to me. Smith does. Because, yeah, because I don't know. I, I expect that like, just Lindsay feels new to me, oh. and he's only fiftieth appearance. He's one of the newer players in the club, bar yeah. loan players, and that is such a good start because it just it just sums up our club. And I feel like it's not a lot of clubs that have that. And it's I think that's where we go so well. We mentioned it so many times on podcast, but it's such a good uh, sense and um, what's the word uh, like feel to have to the club. And yeah. you know I mean, mm. it's it's really really positive. Yeah, it's definitely. Definitely, I agree. Couldn't agree with you more. They're great achievements. Not, not, they're not, not just great achievements for the club, but the great achievements for the players to play hundred, hundred games for one club. It, yeah. me, it means you're doing something well, especially yeah. nowadays as well. Yeah, 
Uh, I tell you what, if, if Icky plays another 100 league games for us, we'll be in a good place. Because if he stays with yeah. 100 games, we won. We will not be in League One, will we? No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely. So fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Um, Mick, time for you to ruin everybody's uh, day. <laughs> I'm really Monday sorry morning. about this. And Listen, I know it's Monday morning for most people who will be listening to this. You've got a full week ahead of you. It's just gentle. turn around and go back. Just turn around and go back home. Don't bother yeah. going to work after it's this. In, probably. Yeah, go back home. Go back home. Call in sick. There's no <laughs> point going to it. It's grey. We've got a game on Tuesday night. Um, if you want to have a, just a little think back to Reading away, when at least two of their goals were ridiculously offside. Uh, if you want to think about. To the game at Swansea with the two goalkeepers. Uh, that's the referee that we've got <laughs> on Tuesday night, Mr. Matthew Donahue, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, the man who doesn't understand the offside rule, the man who doesn't understand the handball rule. Um, it's going to be quite a, quite an interesting night. Bearing in yeah. mind what we've said about to that Stoke player whose name escapes me now, threw himself to the floor every time Nick, Nick Powell breath the wind. Um, there was another. There were another one for Stoke, weren't there? Midfielder, unless it's the same one who, yeah. was, who kept appealing for absolutely everything. Every time a piece of his hair came out of position, he, he was appealing for a foul. Uh, yeah, so, you're right. So find him. We're going to have some problems, I suspect, with the officials on Tuesday night. Um, I think we can flag that out straight away um, after the performances of uh, of, of uh, Donahue so far in the games that we've had this season. Um, and he's not averse to a red card either. He's just, I think he's dished out six or seven red cards also already this season. So, um, yeah, we've got an incompetent in charge on Tuesday night. There's no doubt about that. Um, I'll post that up right now. So if I've, if I've upset anybody, I do apologise. But, um, you know, we can, only, we can only call it as we see it, can't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and he's, like I said, he's officiated two games for us this season and... and uh, it, it certainly cost us cost us the game against Swansea, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and to be fair, probably him and his him and his uh, linesman probably cost us the game against Reading as well. To be honest, so yeah. there you go. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Many time. <laughs> <laughs> um, more positive. Tell us about how your uh, run for Prostate Cancer UK is going. Yeah, it's, it's, we've obviously we've had a bit of an issue with the snow. Uh, couldn't get out last week, so that was a bit oh, to the back end of last week. So we missed the missed a full days, a, a, a full run, not a full days running, obviously. Um, so we were we we, we kind of got behind, but we've we've been out this morning and it was horrible, wasn't it, Ben? Uh, yeah, yeah, not really. Uh, no. yeah. It was all right. Uh, we did a little <laughs> three mile. Uh, we we're gonna, we had been videoing a little bit uh, actually. If anyone see uh, Mick puffing at his ass, then uh, you know we'll, we'll, we might release a compilation. But yeah, yeah, we've got a few more donations as well. Uh, thanks for everyone donating. It does mean a lot. We do see messages. Uh, we're not gonna, you know, name drop people just for you know, privacy reasons. But uh, we do see the messages, and it does mean a lot to us. So thank you. Yeah, definitely, definitely it does, and I mean we 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 set ourselves a target two hundred and fifty quid, and we need another thirty quid to hit that target. So it would be lovely if, uh, if a few more people donated, we could we could hit that two hundred and fifty quid target. It's for a fantastic cause. So 
So yeah, thank you, like Ben said, for uh, for those that have done already, and and if you haven't and you can, please do. Um, so the link the link to the site is on our on the um, Facebook page. Um, so just uh, just pop across there, click on the link, and and donate whatever you can, even if it's only a quid, anything. You know, what I mean, it's been fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I've not on it now. Apparently, you've, according to the um, their website, you've completed the half marathon. So well yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, well, two hundred, like I said, two hundred twenty quid at the minute. Um, we've had lots of different donations of ten pounds, five pounds, ten pounds, forty pounds. Thank you, everybody. Every, every little helps. I like mixing it. If it's quid, that'd be fantastic. Definitely. Or if you can't afford, just share it so everybody knows. Yeah, about yeah it. absolutely. Um, so, thank it's you. Prostate Cancer UK for uh, I don't know whether you just mentioned that or not, but um, it's fine. Perfect. I, I like I said, yeah, you're lucky I remember my own name. So, <laughs> um, so predictions for Tuesday. It's a big game. We're looking to win consecutive games in the championship for the first time since Neil Warnock was in charge. Um, this is a crazy long time, really. We've been around. This is the third season we've been at championship since then. Uh, I'm going to go with you first, Mick. Um, you've said it's winnable. Um, money on the line. Where are you going? I think we will win it. I do. I genuinely think we'll win it. I think it'll be one nil. But um, I, I put a caveat on that that we're going to have to fight the referee as well. I genuinely believe that. Um, I think we're going to have difficulties. It's going to be a really, really tough evening for us uh, because still, like like I said, they are crap, but they're very difficult to break down. Yeah, you know, and that's I guess why they are so effective. Um, but also we're going to have to we're going to have to play against the referee as well. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, so so yeah, it's going to be tough, but I think we will sneak it. I, I do think we'll win by the odd goal. Ben, I'm going to go one nil as well. <clears throat> nice and short, one nil. Everything just everything Mick just everything Mick just said is what. I agree with completely. We're going to have to battle the referee, you know, because some people are uh, so incompetent, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, hopefully the linesmen have got a little bit of sense, but you never know. It's, it's officiating in football, you know. Yeah. It's a big problem. I'm going to go 2-0. I think two clean sheets in a row would be amazing. Yeah, uh, It gives so much confidence to Blackman and the rest of the defence. Yeah. Defence might be that push yeah. along. Remember that push to proper confidence that Blackman clearly needs because he does yeah. need that confidence boost, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'd like it to be comfortable. Let's just have a nice, comfortable, chilled out. Two goals <laughs> in the first 10 minutes. They can get a man sent off. Let's just make it easy. Listen, don't count. Don't, don't rely on that, will you, Matt? <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I think we're going to win. I'm going to go 2-0 because I'm positive. Um, just briefly before we wrap this up because we've gone long again but it is a preview as well um, lineups. what do we think because we've had this issue before playing Saturday Tuesday where we've won on Saturday and it doesn't make any changes and then we look knackered there's got to be surely a change or two to be made who would you make oh, wait, like uh, <clears throat> sorry <laughs> just like yesterday right. yesterday right we were in the game uh, you know um, we were thinking about, you know, everyone's looking a bit tired. You know, we were talking to each other, saying we're uh, tired and that. You know, I had two people to bring on. Uh, Freddie no, and Robertson, no. that is the only people he could have brought on. So I don't see how he can make any changes because Freddie do not fit the way we're playing at the minute, I don't think. 
and Robertson and McDonald are just coming back from long-term injuries. So their, you know, their confidence might be a bit low and, you know, they might not want to get stuck in straight away for mm. obvious reasons. I don't see why you put Freddie in. For, for a home game, you can match who the top. No. We, we, when Vass were there, we played 3-5-2. Um, Crooks did look like it towards the end. Um, it looked like it looked like it in the Everton game. I said it, I said uh, on the post match it looked leggy 20 minutes in yeah so yeah especially with battling covid as well it's, it's such a hard time at the minute uh, mm. and one more thing after this I want to touch on is Wednesday's covid because they've got a big game Saturday that's been postponed but yeah it's not easy battling covid so it's a hard time at the minute we really need to bring someone in which we still haven't done uh, no. but yeah. Mate, what, what would you do? Excuse me. Would you bring? There's always Freddie to come in three five two. You could always bring George. We have Smith's playing. You could give Hurst a chance alongside somebody else who can do the legwork for him and give him a chance. Can can we afford to give him a chance? I don't know. No, no change. No change. We've got it. We've got it. We've got it. It's a situation now where we've got to. We've got to send these players to, to the limit of what they can do until we get everybody else back. Uh, we've, we've got to, in my view. Uh, no, uh, no changes. Don't think there's any need to at the moment. Yeah, you're right. We have got some. We've got a load of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesdays coming up. But we've got a, we've got a free weekend this Saturday. Mm. You know what I mean? So they can have a rest after after Tuesday night. So no, no change. Fair enough. Um, I last mentioned that Clotterism. We didn't mention this. Clotterism came on in injury time, and I know we're only five minutes, but it's good to get minutes on pitch confidence wise. For him and for the staff to just have that trust in him. Uh, hopefully within the next week or so. When when after after Tuesday, I suspect he'll be ready to start. Uh, which we'll have a conversation about that next week, if we if we would start him or whatever. Uh, ben, you said you want to mention something else? Yeah, uh, Wednesday at the weekend we're meant to have Wickham, uh, which yeah. has been postponed because I think both of them have got COVID problems. Uh, that's big, I think, because that's going to be a game in hand for both teams on us eventually. Yeah. Potentially, if that gets pus- because I don't know their schedules, but that might be postponed till a month, two months' time. That could be massive. Mm. If that gets postponed for two months' time, let's say, because we've got you know fixed, massive fixture congestion, mm. that's March. That's a big game. We don't know where the league that might, you know, that might decide our fate, decide Wickham's fate, decide Wednesday's fate. Do you know what I mean? I just I felt like that's a big game. So that's an interesting decision to have that called off. Yeah, it is. And they're giving us Coventry's been called off as well. They were meant to play Coventry yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, and that's been called off as well, which, again, you don't know where, don't know where Coventry are going to go. They're very inconsistent, Coventry, but they have enough at the minute. But who knows where, that, where that's going to be. So you're right, there could be two big games. Uh, but it's on us to make, to make it not a big game. Yeah. It, we, well, we, not a big game for us. Yeah. Not a big game yeah. for us. Uh, it's in our hands at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got two games in hand to most people, uh, three games in hand to people at Birmingham and Forest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and Tuesday night's a big game. I think it's a full, almost other than the COVID um, teams, it's basically a full fixture list on Tuesday night. Um, let's just look and see if teams in around us who they're playing. Derby are playing Bournemouth on the six o'clock kickoff. I assume that's on telly because it's six o'clock kickoff. Um, as you just mentioned, Wickham and Wednesday's postponed. Coventry have got Reading. Uh, which also early kickoff. Uh, QPR have got Cardiff. Neither of them can win at minute, so who knows with that one. And Forest just for, slightly further ahead 
have got Middlesbrough. But again, hopefully Warnock can do us a favour there. Um, I think we've covered just about everything there. Mick? Yeah, I think so. Nothing else from me. Cool. Um, so thank you, everybody, for uh, for listening. Um, get involved with us on Twitter. Your thoughts on some of Ben's outrageous comments that he comes up with. <laughs> I, did, I thought I was nice and chilled today. I think people will disagree with your folks' comment about him not being... Uh, being well, let me, know, let me know on Twitter. TTBen24. Let me know. Um, do I have to tweet you? I can just tell you now. <laughs> um, thanks everyone for listening thanks for downloading uh, getting involved uh, we will be doing a pre-match live on Tuesday the Stoke game like we did against uh, Derby which will be on YouTube Facebook Twitter wherever you you get your uh, stuff we will be there there will be no post-match because it'll be about half ten and Ben needs to be in bed for half nine so sorry <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and we'll come back potentially Friday. I don't know with, with no game at the weekend. Um, it may be Friday, maybe Thursday. We're not sure yet. And then we'll be early next week because we're back back to the midweek games from next week. Um, so subscribe to this on the iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get it. Um, if you want some little videos, we'll be doing a little video on Jimmy Lindsay and some other ones during the week, which will go out just on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to that channel you can keep up to date with them as well uh make have i missed anything no if you even if you don't look at youtube do us a favor get on there and just subscribe even if you don't ever go back again it doesn't matter uh just get us uh get on there and uh, click on the subscribe button for us please yeah great thank you uh so we shall see you all later in the week when hopefully we've got another three points in the bag thank you ben thank you you're welcome thank you mick you're very welcome And thanks all for listening. See you very soon.